Welcome to the Reimagine Podcast. I'm your host, Kaylin Laurie. Today I'm doing a solo episode on an experience that I recently had, and I'm really excited to share some of the things that I learned. I went on my very first ayahuasca retreat, and I'll definitely be going back for more and continuing my journey with this medicine because I think there is such intelligence within plant medicine, and I'm just really lucky that I've been called in this direction and that I've had such a positive experience thus far, but I know there's a long ways to go. It's not just a one and done type thing for me specifically. Maybe it's different for others, but for anyone who does not know what ayahuasca is, ayahuasca is a plant medicine that is part of the indigenous South American culture, part of the Santo Daime tradition. And ayahuasca is used in many parts of the world for healing and for various other conditions and as a spiritual and religious practice in many cases. Um, when I decided to listen to the calling since I felt like I was really being summoned by the plant to take part in a ceremony. I had actually started doing research for about like two and a half, three years, and I didn't pull the trigger and go because I was letting so many people get into my head anytime I would kind of, you know, like ask questions or, you know, share my thoughts and my curiosities. I had a lot of people around me that were really fearful around it and they would, you know, pull the one experience that they heard from someone else who heard something (laughs) and they'd be like, that is such a bad idea. You shouldn't go. It's so scary. You're going to die. Like all these crazy things. And to be completely honest, the medicine is an incredibly high vibrational, beautiful medicine. And I think a lot of the way that you prepare for this experience will dictate how the medicine works with you and how you work with the medicine. So once I decided that I was kind of over the fear that everybody was planning inside of me. And then, you know, anytime you go on Google and Google anything or you watch the newest Netflix documentary, it's all so fear-based about one person's really bad experience. And I personally believe now that I've sat with the medicine that this medicine is going to give you exactly the experience that you need for the evolution of your own consciousness. And so I just decided to lean in and I went with an incredibly open heart and decided, you know, whatever experience I have, whether that is a beautiful experience or whether that is something that's really dark, like I'm absolutely ready to process it and go through it because I have a feeling, you know, once I start this process, there's so much on the other side that I'm excited to explore. And that's exactly what happened for me. It was an incredible experience and um, something like I've never really experienced before. And it definitely opened up my eyes to a new perspective because it was a really deep contemplation process for me, which is what I feel like I needed. So I had done, like I mentioned, my research and I had been so graciously guided in the right direction through somebody who I avidly listened to their content. She had kind of kept it on the down low because she didn't really want to share the information with the masses and to all the people that follow her and listen to her journey. But for some reason, you know, I was lucky enough to be able to get this information and attend this very, this one specific retreat. And I'm so glad that I did because a lot of people had told me, if you're going to do this, like you need to go get on a plane, go by yourself, go to Peru. (laughs) And I'm like, as much as I love to travel on my own and take solo trips and whatnot, I am not ready to go and try something 
consume a plant medicine that I don't do not know how I'm gonna resonate with and I'm not trying to like get on a plane and go to Peru and be confused and stressed out in the process like I really just want it to be super easy and so a, a whole portion of getting ready for this experience was stopping listening to other people which is something that I have to do to begin with because whether or not I take people's opinions and whatever it is that they want to share with me you know they plant seeds in me that grow and so I have to really discern about what type of information I want to absorb and which information I want to just completely ignore. And so I ignored everybody's information and I just followed my heart and went with the original recommendations that I had sought out on my own. And it was so great. So the facilitators of the retreat are fantastic. They are such amazing gatekeepers to this medicine. Um, something that was really important to me was going to a retreat where the facilitators had the utmost experience and respect for the medicine and had done their time, um, you know, with shamans in, in the Amazon really getting a deeper understanding of the traditions and the music and how to sit with this medicine and be able to set the prayers and the intentions during the ceremony so that it can guide us on the right journey. And the team of healers and the shaman and his wife, oh my gosh, it was so beautiful. I, there were many times where I was just crying because of just the authentic beauty of the ceremony and the circle that I was sitting in. They really just went above and beyond to set up such a safe space where everybody felt open and vulnerable and ready to just heal and go through their process, whatever it is that their process was for this sp specific weekend. So pretty much it was a three-day event for me or a three-day ceremony. So I got there. It was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. And there was a different ceremony at different times each day. And I am not going to, I don't want to go too crazy with like all of the <laughs> information and the details because I really just want to get into some of the teachings and whatnot. But I will let you know, you know, some of the misconceptions and fears that I had going into it. So in the beginning, I was afraid that I was going to have an experience like some of the experiences people have told me. And most of the people that I had talked to one-on-one -on -one or had like inquired, maybe they posted something on Instagram. I responded to their story like, wait, you had a bad experience with ayahuasca. Like what happened? I'm so curious. And these people would talk about how they were sitting with the medicine and like they went deep into a dark space, felt like they were never going to be able to come back to their body. And just, it was like almost demonic and scary. And they felt like they were literally going to die. And so that was obviously quite freaky. And I think a lot of people latch onto that. So I had heard those stories multiple times in podcasts, in conversations from people online and just like from documentaries. Cause I I'm always so curious. Like I'm going to do all the research that I possibly can to help me like truly understand like every angle and every perspective, just so that I know what I'm getting into. And I just, in my heart was like, okay, I don't know that I'm not going to have an experience like that, but like, I'm also not going to let somebody else's bad experience um, steer me away from going and following the call to to sit in ceremony with ayahuasca. And so 
it was still in my mind though. So, you know, the very first night when I took my first serving while I was waiting in my spot in my little nest that I made. So, you know, we're all in a massive circle. There was about like 18, 20 of us or so. And you make like a nice little nest for yourself. And I made the most comfortable nest with like this Tempur-Pedic <laughs> like yoga mat bed with furry blankets and pillows that I brought with me. And it was just so comfy. <laughs> and during that entire process, you go into the ceremony with some kind of intention. Some people don't, but I did because for me specifically, a lot of going on this journey was about going deeper into my purpose and understanding why I'm here. And so for anyone who actually you know, knows me and talks to me, I beat myself up a lot around my purpose because I like, even though I live such a beautiful, amazing life and I'm so grateful for everything that I have, sometimes I walk around and I'm like, there's got to be more for me to be doing because what I'm doing right now is just this like vicious cycle. And for years, I've been yearning to do more, be more. And, um, you know, as I'm, <laughs> as I'm talking right now, it actually it has dawned on me that, you know, part of my purpose really involves me going and taking part in this journey because more than likely my purpose requires me to heal parts of myself that I have failed to look at even though I'm so incessant upon healing and self-development and becoming like the best possible person that I can be. There's always those hidden shadows that we fail to look at. And so unconsciously or consciously, I want to dig those up and process them and get to the root of any self-limiting beliefs that keep me away from really being able to rise to who I truly am and step forward and really be of service to the world and contribute in whatever way comes to me as I sit with myself and breathe into the ideas that come into my mind and flow through into my heart. And so my intention during this ceremony was very much about alignment with my purpose and whatever information comes through, holding that and appreciating that with loving presence. And the healers that I were talk was talking to when I was there mentioned with the plant medicine with this intention, there's not just one message that can come through to you. Like there are infinite ways that the message of your intention can come and be delivered by the medicine. And, you know, you just have to be ready to receive and hear and see what's what's being shown to you. And so we had broken out into like our own little pods um, during the experience. And so we had like groups that we would do like sharing sessions with after each ceremony just to kind of share our intentions, talk about where we went, what we learned, anything that we felt like compelled to share and kind of just like talk amongst the group. It's just a nice process of like integrating the information that you learn. And somebody in my group had mentioned a word to me that really stuck with me and it was amnesis which is the process of remembering. And so that had become a theme with my journey because a lot of my journey was about me coming back to remembering who I am. And I've always known that, especially like as I've developed more in my spiritual sense, I've always known that there is just so much more to me than this form that I'm in. And in a way, sometimes I feel like I'm really stuck in this body of mine and it's in a way like somewhat limiting. And so this experience was incredibly freeing because it was showing me how free and timeless and how energetic we truly are. And so I was really taken on this journey that was humbling and really 
grounded me more than I've ever been grounded before. So I was really open. So after my first serving, um, I sat back in my spot and um, actually nothing happened to me when I after my first cup. And so I was getting nervous because I was one of the last people to consume because I was on the later half of the circle. And so I was watching other people kind of begin to go through their process. And I was like, oh, they're so lucky. Like, And I'm like, what if it doesn't work for me? Because I've always been somebody who's resisted things. Like even when I had to go in for like a like a dental surgery, you know, they would give me the anesthesia. And I was like, I bet the anesthesia is not going to work. And I would always try to fight it. I don't know why, but I just would. And so I, I felt like that was going to happen with, the, with ayahuasca. And I was like, what if it just doesn't work for me? And I'm like, what if I'm not supposed to be doing I was like stop thinking killing there you got your thinking again just stop and so I um sat and just was breathing meditating like getting my mind really clear like no judgment at all passing through in any way shape or form I was just you know repeating to myself like my intention in the most loving way and just like really I really 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 wanted <laughs> to receive the messages and I was so excited and just like really hoping that the medicine was going to work for me and so about an hour and a half I don't even know how long at this point I was just in my cocoon chilling whatever amount of time passed nothing was taking place for me and so um, the facilitator came back around with a second round and I had mentioned to him I'm like you know I don't think I'm feeling it just yet and so he gave me another glass and this glass was like so massive but I'm like all right whatever I'm taking it and so I took the whole glass and I was like this was for sure going to make it through like this is for sure gonna make it through it has to and so I lay back down and just actually a little side note everyone says ayahuasca tastes incredibly bad and I watched people hold their nose and gag I liked it weird but I I liked it I thought it tasted pretty good but that was also because I was incredibly excited so um anyway closed my eyes and you know was just relaxing and then finally it started to flow through me and I opened my eyes and I looked at the ceiling and everything was just completely vibrational and I was like okay yep here we go like I'm so ready for this and then I was elevated into this white space that I feel like I've been to before Uh, with like another experience that I've had and I felt safe because I was like okay I know where I'm going like I know that I'm like ascending to a different place right now and um, I'm just so ready and so um, that's when my journey began and the first night was a very wild deep experience so I did not know that I was going to go that deep on the first night (laughs) and so I'm still having a hard time even explaining what I experienced because I don't even know if there are human words to be able to justify the type of experience that ayahuasca takes you on and like where you actually go on this journey like it's so out of this dimension that there are no words in this dimension that I can even begin to try to explain, but I'm going to do my best. (laughs) But I also am just going to let you know now, it's probably going to be a a limited version of what I actually experienced because I'll never truly be able to express it. I didn't go to any of like the crazy places that I had heard of, you know, when I had originally done like my research on ayahuasca. I know some people go and have experiences where they meet with their ancestors and they're brought through this like story of healing that they need to process based off of like things that their great, great grandparents have gone through and stuff like that. But that wasn't necessarily necessarily it for me. For me, it was bringing me back to the present moment in every sense of the way. When it first started moving through my body, 
I felt this like major vibration like moving through my head and it was almost like massaging out the pain of all of the headaches I've ever had in my life or all of like the tension and the the thoughts. I was being shown how my thoughts and all of this garbage that like this noise from the world that like lives inside of my mind, like my overactive brain, it was just like massaging all of that out and I immediately felt this huge release and I started crying like uncontrollably and I asked the people next to me the next day I'm like oh my god like was I so disturbing like crying so loud and they're like no you weren't crying like it sounded like you were doing breath work and it was wild to me because in that experience like I was freaking I was bawling my eyes out we like wheezing crying like I've never cried before in my life but it was so freeing and it was like such a release it was like my body had been holding on to this like sadness and this frustration and this like this weight that I've been carrying around for like my whole life that isn't even just mine it's like the weight of my family and everybody in my lineage and I was just really releasing it to the point where I couldn't even breathe I was crying so hard and I was like sobbing it felt like everything was like like my tears everything felt like sticky and it was just so wild and I was hearing this like really sweet voice and I knew there was no one around me telling me this but it was like the spirit of the plant like telling me to like just like like (laughs) just nurturing like so sweet and then was telling me to like it's okay like you can release quiet down but like release and it was just so beautiful and nurturing and I felt this caress around like my like it would be at like my neck and on my head and then like somewhere else on my body on my thigh and I'm like there is a presence that is with me right now that is just like taking such sweet care of me and it was just so incredibly beautiful and um, I went through that process for a while and suddenly my experience became Mike I don't remember my experience being visual in this very moment like the first night was like audio it was like I was hearing everything but everything I was hearing in such detail that it felt visual but was mostly noise but it was again something that I really can't even like explain it was just elevated to this frequency that I will truly never ever be able to define but like I was understanding everything that was coming through to me in that moment and it was just absolutely wild. And so, yeah, I was seeing and getting a lot of this information around how everything is exactly as it should be. And that it was just, it was so, it felt so good to just finally come to this moment. And and like, here's the thing in waking reality. Yes. Like we always say like, you know, live in the moment. We can just be present, live in this present moment. But there's one thing saying it, But there was another thing with me experiencing it in this way where I was able to see and peek behind the curtain and look at the divine plan of how everything is laid out exactly as it should be. The medicine was like showing me how I can just, how I can just be and like what my role can be as somebody who is able to be here with the capability to hold this frequency that will help develop more harmony on the planet, which is what we ultimately need. And I was looking at the space and time of my life, like, you know, a hundred years. I was being shown how short a hundred years is in the perspective of space and time. And I was looking at my soul as it jumped from multiple different lives and then into this one and it was the medicine was showing me that like you are essentially like a vessel for the greater intelligence and that your job really is just a steward on this planet and sometimes 
whatever your purpose is, like, yes, like there may be something that you do that you bring into the world that is your purpose, but your purpose could very well be like what it is that you're supposed to learn. And so I learned a lot about, you know, my purpose in this lifetime is leaning even more into selflessness and compassion. And I was seeing all the ways that I already embody those characteristics, but then I was being encouraged to just go even deeper. And like my heart was exploding (laughs) with like love at this point because it was just so, so, so so beautiful you know like it was so beautiful and humbling and I'm just like forever grateful for what I was being shown and like what I was seeing but it was also showing me that a really important piece of being human and being so lucky to have incarnated in this time is that like we're alive during this incredible paradigm shift where we are completely leaning into the feminine essence of this entire like world that we're in and I was being shown through the medicine which is the grandmother plant which is like a very like highly feminine energy all of the ways that I can become like more nurturing and soothing not only to myself but like to the world and it was just so nice because I've been living I feel like in almost like a masculine culture that has brought out more masculine energy from me in terms of like feeling like I need to like grind and hustle and do this and win and (laughs) I don't want to live like that and it was just really guiding me in the direction of like what kind of life do you really want to cultivate for yourself Kaylin and I was being shown like the beauty that I can actually unfold for myself and like I was able to wake up from this experience with like a really clear vision of like exactly how I want to live and honestly that was like such an incredible gift because I guess like my human mind in this like reality that I live in as a human being here only only lets me go to like a certain limit of like what I think I can have you know but this this like was able to even like open up my heart and my mind like even more so and so I've been able to come back with more clarity about what I need to do to really cultivate all the things that I'm really deeply craving that I can now like truly honor as something that is for me and so that was incredibly beautiful and um it's a, a message here <laughs> that was given to me from the medicine is that like you all if you are if you play music or if you don't play music, but you have the calling to play music, like it is so time to just lean into the creative process with your music, but not just any music, high frequency music, music with a consciousness because music is the gateway to heaven on earth. I've seen it. I saw it. I've seen it and it is incredible. And these frequencies are going to change the behavior on the planet. Or at least that's my understanding of it. And so anybody who has the skill or the calling or the drive to be making music, like start thinking about ways that you can cultivate music with the frequencies that are available to you for healing and for love. And so it's actually quite beautiful ever since I had that download and, um, you know, that message come through to me. I actually, you know, met somebody a few days later who has a farm and they do healing with, um, 
different types of sound frequencies on all of their plants as their plants grow. And so it's just interesting and so beautiful to see how all of these messages snowball into showing me the physical reality of who's actually creating all of these things in real time. And so, you know, I'm, I'm just so humbled to be able to, again, be a vessel for the greater intelligence and share these messages because it's so important that we listen. Source is looking for partners to get this information out into the world. And so it's really important that we respond to the call. And yeah, it was just so incredibly beautiful. And it's it's actually wild. I've taken an interest in sacred geometry. Like there's no way that I'm ever going to be able to fully understand. But I've been watching videos on videos of sacred geometry and like the Fibonacci process and all of the numbers and like how we can use all of this like sacred information and math and use this to put into our music to like elevate the frequency and elevate the consciousness and like granted it's already happening but there are things that we can do (laughs) that all of us can do to be able to add value to this growth of our overall consciousness expansion on the planet so take note make music please Like music is literally everything. And it's so funny because now I just have like an incredible, like deeper appreciation for sound, which is incredibly beautiful. Harmonious music is literally a portal. So just keep that in mind. (laughs) Keep that in mind. And so that same night, there was like a moment where I was really deep in my process and I felt so overwhelmed. It was beautiful, but I felt so overwhelmed. There was just like this loop of conversations going on. It sounded like some of like the greatest conversations I've ever heard in my life. I don't know who I was tapping into or what I was tapping into, but like it reminded me of just like it sounded like I was sitting at a table of like writers and philosophers and I was listening to some of like the greatest like most intelligent conversations of all time and it was going over I again I can't totally tell you because all I know is what I remember but I wouldn't be able to repeat anything word for word because it was just going at like the speed of light and my brain was just processing it like so quickly but all of these conversations were coming back to gratitude, compassion, selflessness. And it was just like these conversations of contemplating life and existence and what we're doing. And I remember just being like, my again, my heart just like exploding when I realized that every single thing that we do on this planet, like everything comes back to love. Everything comes back to gratitude and compassion and selflessness. And the beauty of the source, like whatever is beyond this was just showing me it's genuine love. It's so kind and loving and beautiful. And like, if you think of like whatever, I don't know what you, whoever it is that's listening, like what you believe in, in regards to just like the creator, if you believe in God, if you believe in source energy, if you just believe in the universe, like whatever power is beyond this is the most selfless most beautiful, most majestic, most unbelievable energy (laughs) that I've ever experienced in my life. And I did not grow up like religious in any way. I still do not believe in like organized religion or anything like that, like at all. But like, I am very like spiritually in tune with energy. Like that's, that's it for me. Like the love and frequency and energy and like everything is energy, everything is moving. And so, you know, that's kind of like the direction that I lean in. And so, you know, whatever this greater intelligence is, is just like so incredibly mind blowing. (laughs) I'm just in complete reverence and awe to uh, everything that I've been given as a gift with this information that I can bring back here. And so, yeah, I was learning a lot around 
the seeds of importance that we all have within us. And I was being shown that, and this was like kind of scary at this point, but it was showing me that like, if I were to die, like right now, like say I died, whatever seeds that live within me are now planted in the people around me. And I was seeing where all of my friends are in their process of awakening, whether it was like this life or the next, I was seeing where they are in their process. And I was seeing how, if I were to pass away right now, how the seeds of growth of all the work that I've done would live on in them and how it would blossom. And it was just like so incredible. And it was just showing me like, we are all so special. Like, even if you don't feel like you're special, like you are so special. We are all a spark of the same light. We are. And like everything that lives within you is going to continue to live on in some way. Like we are all planting seeds everywhere that we go. Like everybody matters. Everything is truly divinely working exactly as it needs to and when it comes down to just like the overall like collective like all the darkness that's happening in the world like all these things that we're seeing online like the sadness the the wars death like everything that's bad and everything that's good like like it's all happening and it's all data and it's all going to be okay in the end because we are just going to continue to grow like everything that is bad is obviously so bad and nobody should have to experience like or at least like coming from me as a human being like i don't think it's fair that people experience like suffering and this and that and there's so much darkness and i cannot deny that but it was just showing me that like again everything happens in a divine way and we are constantly learning and we are constantly evolving and everything that's happening is happening and the seeds of growth are planted everywhere and we are going to improve and we are going to get better. But it's incredibly important that we return back to harmony with earth, with nature, with each other. And it's easier said than done, but we can do it because it's all a frequency and we need to hold the frequency. <laughs> like that was such a huge message that came through to me. Like I was, my whole body was vibrational and I sat up and I was like trying to write things down. I couldn't even write things down but it was showing me like my place in this process of bringing people together which I thought was just like so incredibly beautiful but just know like if I I mean obviously everybody has different ways that they like to go about things in terms of like understanding how we can make the world a better place but like I truly believe that through frequency and through healing and through bringing more and more people into this process of awakening and bringing everybody back to love which is the direction that we are headed I, I see it we are going to be able to experience harmony on this planet again. And I don't know how long it's going to take. I doubt I'll see it in my lifetime, but I do know that we are on our way and it was just incredibly humbling. And so, <sighs> yes. Mm, um, whew, okay. So another thing, when I went into this process, the facilitators were, you know, reminding all of us, like, focus on your breath. And like, I've been really focused on breath work and like meditation and like how I'm breathing for quite some time now, but I didn't realize how important my breath was to me until I went through this process and I was required to breathe through the entire thing. You know, there were moments where it was really challenging and it was like my body was trying to process like the medicine and then like my, I was leaving this dimension and <laughs> going somewhere else. And the process of keeping this entire journey flowing forward was, you know, through controlling my breath. And it was really just showing me like how, how if you want a sense of control in your life, 
life, then like the one thing that you really can do is to focus on how you're breathing, which is just like a nice message. And I know the guy that was sitting next to me, who is such an amazing person. Um, so cool. He had an interesting experience the first night. And then, you know, I asked the next day, I'm like, okay, like, were you breathing? And he was like, no, like I wasn't breathing. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm like, try breathing. And then the next night he had an incredibly beautiful experience because he had set that intention to breathe through the entire process. And so your breath is also portal. <laughs> your breath is so important. I think we should all really just be so thankful for those who have cultivated and are teaching breathwork practices because some of us are walking around and we're not breathing at all, like at all. I don't think I was breathing for like half of my life. Like I was doing like short breaths, like, <laughs> but I wasn't like actually like breathing into my body. Like you got to be breathing into your body. Um, let's see here. Mm-mm-mm. I'm still going through this major integration process with all of this information. And like I mentioned, or I think I mentioned this earlier, I would hate to try to bring my thoughts into words and then limit them from everything that they actually are. So the facilitators had mentioned when you have an idea coming through, like again, breathe, breathe into it, give it life. Your breath is going to give your ideas life. But the second that you spit it out (laughs) and you try to make sense of it with your words, it's limiting. Suddenly it's in a limited form. And so that's something I'm challenging myself to do more, which is just sit with my thoughts, sit with my ideas. Don't feel so compelled to like share everything so quickly and like bounce these ideas off of everybody. Like sit with, sit with what comes to you and like be patient and appreciate the process of how your ideas and how your soul decides to process whatever is being downloaded into you. So. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want to share. Hmm. I will say um, the second night I did not go or oh my gosh, actually, (laughs) actually, yeah, I do want to share this. Okay, so um, that first night when I was trying to come out of my loop. I I was getting like really overwhelmed at one point because it was just so loud in my mind. Like the conversation, whatever was going on in my head, it was, it was getting really loud and it was just going out of control. And so I was like, okay, I gotta, I have to close the loop. (laughs) And, um, I remember like taking all my energy to like sit up and I was like, okay, it's time for me to get up. And so I remember I was like, I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't a human at this part. It felt like I was like an avatar, like coming back into my, literally I felt like avatar, I'm sure most of you have seen that movie, but like when he goes from being in his body and then he goes through that like teleportation process in the machine and then he's like downloaded into an avatar. That's literally how I felt when I was coming back into my body and I was having like the hardest time. I like stood up and like completely forgot how to walk. And I like was like, okay, like what do humans do? (laughs) And I was like, okay, go to the bathroom or something. And so like I walked to the bathroom and like I felt like I was seven feet tall, like trying to like use my body. And then like I got into the bathroom and I was like, I don't have to go to the bathroom what am I doing in here and so like I walk back out I sit down still having a hard time and then I was like I don't want to sit down because I don't want to go back into this loop because the medicine is very much so running through me right now and my heart started beating uncontrollably to the point where I was like I've never had my like my heart rate was just like going out of control and I was like oh my god like is this it for me like am I gonna die (laughs) oh my god and then um I was like okay just breathe Kayla like it's gonna be okay and I like asked one of the healers if they could come outside with me and I don't even know if I spoke actual words at this point 
because I just words weren't a thing, <laughs> but I knew what I needed. Um, and so someone came outside with me and it was like I came in for an earth landing. I was not on this planet, but I was coming back to this planet and I go outside. Like I couldn't find my shoes. I'm like, whatever. We're going outside. I have to touch earth. And so I open the doors and it's just all like greenery and the lush. And I was, it was literally like seeing the earth for the first time and like seeing nature and like feeling the cold air and like breathing in earth. (laughs) And it was just incredible. I was like, oh my God, like, wow, where am I? This is weird. This is cool. Like, what planet is this? And then I um, was like jumping up and down, trying to get back into my body. And I was like, I'm having such a hard time. And so I like went a little bit further. Like I like started running like into the parking lot. And I was just trying to like get my body moving again because I was like kind of scared that I wasn't coming back. <laughs> I was able to channel some things at that point. And like I was getting really nervous because I was kind of seeing like what would happen if I died right now. And I was like, oh my God. I was seeing like who would suffer and like what that process would be like. And I was like, no, no, no. Like the most selfless thing I can do is not die right now (laughs) and so I came back to my body but it was really hard it wasn't even in that moment it still took like an hour after that and so my feet were freaking dirty I felt like a little kid I just felt so messy not knowing how to do this and I walk back through like the ceremonial space and my feet are all dirty I'm tracking in dirt but I'm like I wasn't a human (laughs) and so it was just wild but I went back sat in my space for a little while longer and then finally came back rested the whole next day and then went through like the second day process which was more of a I didn't go very deep the second night it was more of like deep contemplation I ended up instead of like being in my cocoon I was actually really called to the fire and so I sat with the fire and just had like a deep contemplation with the fire for hours hours (laughs) and then um yeah, it was just so beautiful. And then another funny thing at the end of the second night, we had the most beautiful like Ayurvedic food made and I was eating I forgot how to swallow. It was just so funny. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, like one of the most beautiful experiences and like such a deep, deep reverence for the medicine and such an incredible opportunity to learn. I'm so excited to continue my journey with ayahuasca. Who knows if the next ceremonies are going to be deeper, what kind of experience I'm going to have, but I'm really open to learning from the intelligence that, you know, we're not really taught to tap into. And so I'm just so, so, so grateful that I followed the breadcrumbs and found my space. I really do feel at home in these communities of mindful people who are just incredibly vulnerable about where they're at in their life and just like really trying to really trying to better themselves. You know, the, the whole circle that I sat with was there for a reason. They were there with an intention, with a purpose. This was people of all ages, all different types of backgrounds, you know, and everyone had a reason for being there. I will say, I really don't think ayahuasca is meant for somebody who is just going to try to trip on the next thing. Cause I think if I've learned one thing about psychoactive substances, if you take something with the intention of using it as a drug, then it will be such. It will be as that. It will be a drug to you. But when you go into these sacred spaces and treat this as an opportunity to heal and use this as a medicine, which is what it's been used for by indigenous practices for many, many, many years, you're going to be able to really tap into the healing properties that the intelligence of the plants offers. And so, Yeah, it was just so incredibly beautiful. Just, um, you know, for anyone who's feeling the calling, if you've listened to this and you've made it through and you're really looking to heal, then feel free to reach out to me. I'm not a professional of ayahuasca, but I'm happy to share more about my experience with you. But if you're just trying to look for the next thrill, (laughs) then I would say maybe think about an intention of what it is that you're really trying to achieve 
with ayahuasca and really get deep down into an intention of what you'd like to gain because I think it's a really important to have a purpose going into these ceremonies. So I think that's it for now. I appreciate you guys listening to the end of this. I'm excited to be sharing my experiences on here for whoever decides to listen. I hope to really just be able to help in any way that I can through my experiences and my teachings. I'm definitely on a journey <laughs> of my own right now, and I'm just so excited to just be going deeper into who I really am and remembering my soul and my soul's evolution and what it is that I'm supposed to be doing here because I think ultimately I have a deep yearning to contribute and be of service to the world in some way. So thank you guys again. And for anyone who is new to my podcast, if you'd like, go to Reimagined the podcast on Instagram and give me a follow. I am constantly posting recaps from episodes and I will be sharing more about who I plan to have on my show, which I'm incredibly excited about. And then if you feel so called to go to Apple Podcasts, if you can rate and review this podcast, it helps other people discover the content. So it would mean the world to me. Again, thank you guys so much and I will see you next time.